0: Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio.
1: Hello, Alan. <laughs> hey, hey guys. How is everybody doing? Welcome back. We've been on a, a slight... Unexpected hiatus. Yeah, it's uh, been it's been interesting. I think the world's been <laughs> on a bit of hiatus. <laughs> a little so bit. we've been about away about two months, two months um, from yeah. recording episodes. I don't know if you guys know, but there was a pandemic. I think there still
0: is a pandemic. Yeah, um, there is. I don't know. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, but hey, social distance, guys. Uh, social distance. We are at least six feet away from each other here right now. We are. I do the C 17s
1: if because we have a military d- base we, here. We so. do airplane arms, and that's like how yeah. far you're supposed to be from each other. Absolutely. Yeah. So look, we're we're happy to be back. It's been interesting. It's been a challenge, you know, but I will say I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to the Rona.
0: 100%. And the
1: business is uh, back up and running, doing well. Um, theater industry, not so much. We're still figuring that yeah, out. You know, sure. I think it's going to um, it's gonna be a while. Maybe, you know, 2021, we're hoping to come back online um, to bring great stuff to people around the world. You know, what's interesting is that this last two months or these last two months have felt
0: one like a year. Yeah. Right. It has felt like there's been so much compacted into these two months, but also as a business owner, um, and also just as a human being in this world, uh, I feel like I've evolved a little bit in both my understanding of like how connected we all are in this world. And then also as a business owner being innovative, Mm -hmm. you know, we've combined and added so many things to our business that, you know, if for some reason, like, for example, like we live in Charleston, we have hurricanes here. So if we need to shutter our doors for a period of time because there's a hurricane, we don't have to stop our business from still evolving and growing which I'm super excited about so you know um, it's been a it's been an interesting journey and I'm very thankful that I've been been here with you even though theater has has sort of, shuttered its doors for the time being i feel like you and i have gotten really close absolutely because we hunkered down and it's been it's been a great
1: yeah i think more than anything it's that innovate or die i mean you've had to really innovate through this and uh it's been great i love today's episode because i sort of feel like anytime you turn on the news today there's just so much sort of negativity out there in the world right now right but look uh I think some positivity in the world is needed 100 so on today's episode we have Lee Davis who did an amazing <laughs> feat during the Memorial Day I weekend think
0: amazing is an understatement it is like, it is I was blown away so if you don't know what the,
1: the workout Murph is we're going to explain it to you right after this but Lee did 24 hours of Murph and we're going to be back with Lee Davis right after this yeah
0: Hello, Lee Davis. Uh, you're my favorite, and I'm so happy that you're on
2: Rhapsody Radio with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, guys. Um, everything's well. I'm
1: recovering <laughs> from Murph. Recovering from Murph. So, Lee, you grew up in the Charleston area. I did. So, how, where you went to school to Citadel? I did. When did you graduate to Citadel? 2018. 2018. And you're like born and raised. Born and raised. Monk's Corner. Yeah. Monk's Corner, absolutely. So, you came to Rhapsody... When was the first time you were? It was like a. It was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Definitely it was like
0: yep. a year and change, right? It was. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Was it right after you graduated, or like it was like a few months after you graduated into 2019? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember you coming in during like the first part of the year there.
1: This really fit guy comes in. His name's Lee. And uh, he. uh, I was
0: actually intimidated. I just have to say, I was intimidated by you because you come in. He's like this like stocky little bulldog that you know is like super fit and is like has this like when he works out, he has this very stern, like focused face. And I was like, oh, wow, this guy's intense. And then like when he gets done with the workout, he's like this bubbly, like fun loving, really energetic guy. And you're like, that's amazing.
1: That's amazing. I love it. So when when you came to the gym the first time, I mean, obviously you were fit. You 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 survived the Citadel um, with flying colors. Uh, what were you What were you sort of looking for in 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 a in, a, in your athletic training, and then also in a community?
2: Well, I uh, needed some competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was tired of going to the gym by myself. Yeah, I wanted a different friend group. Mm-hmm. I was looking for some uh, individuals that had the same qualities that I was myself. You know, try to emulate and. Um, so, yeah, just wanted the community, really. Yeah. Wanted the community,
1: knew CrossFit was good, yeah. and uh, wanted some competition. I remember also, too, you were really interested in, like, technique and skills and learning new mm-hmm. things. You know, you had a great deadlift. You loved that kind of powerlifting stuff, but you wanted to really learn how to snatch and to clean and jerk and to do some of the Olympic lifts and maybe some of the gymnastics. And I know you've been working really hard on that. But what what sort of kind of happened about, what, you know, eight months in, is you started, you've been running a lot. Mm-hmm. So what, what sort of got you into running, especially distance running, um, and, and what was challenging about that?
2: Well, I first started running a lot at the Citadel whenever I tried out for this group called the Seminole Guards. Yeah. And so that um, helped my running by a lot. I got pretty fast. And uh, then it started to dwindle down. And I started looking at wanting to join the military and some kind of special forces, uh, SEALs, Green Berets kind of gig. And you had to run mm-hmm. a lot and fast. And so I started running six miles every day and um, started reading some military books, found this book by David Goggins, very inspirational man. A lot of people know him right now. And um, he's a big ultra runner. He started out overweight, had to lose 100 pounds to get get into uh, the SEALs. It was just to get into the Navy. And he said that anybody could do it. And so I was like, well, if anybody could do it, why not me? (laughs) Yeah. Goggins is the whole whole
1: concept, right, of you're only at 40%. You're only at 40%. So explain that to me a little bit.
2: Well, whenever you're hurting, that's when you're at 40%. And so I asked myself, well, what does 45 look like? What does 50 look like? And I told myself a lot during that uh, 100-mile run that I did back and forth over the bridge i was starting to feel pretty sorry for myself for, and i was just like uh well i'm hurting and i'm only
1: at 40%. so let's see 45. <laughs> right. And i started running a little bit faster. <laughs> That's so, so tell me when you decided to do your your 100 miler it was pretty casual right you mm-hmm. just you just went for it. Mm-hmm. i think your roommates were like where have you been the last how many hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like woke-
0: joey yeah. woke up
1: from breakfast or
0: for breakfast and you like walked in he's like Dude, I haven't seen you
1: in like 24 hours. Where have
0: you been? <laughs> and you're like just ran 100 miles. Just, just running. Yeah. So
1: how long were you how long did you run? It was 31 hours. 31 hours. And what was the route that you took here in Charleston?
2: I did the first 50 back and forth over the Ravenel Bridge. And then I went and let the dog out, grabbed some <laughs> eggs, and then I went over to the West Ashley Greenway, and did 25 miles over there. And then I came back and let the puppy out again. And then I finished uh, over on Coleman Boulevard and across the bridge. So you literally just went fifty miles back across, across the bridge, back and forth.
1: How many times is that? That's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's Wait, 10, but then also including like that
0: elevation, right? Because oh, it's, it's a climb. You're then wow.
1: Okay, yeah. If you don't know the Ravenel Bridge here in Charleston, <laughs> there it, it's steep. It's steep on both sides, especially on the far side from downtown on the Mount Pleasant side. Mm-hmm. Coming back, it's steep. That's impressive. Thank you. I guess I did. I didn't realize you were going back and forth. So. You ran your first 100-miler. Right. You, you overcome that, and I'm sure you'll do it again probably many times. Um, then you, you, you started thinking about this uh, Murph workout. Mm-hmm. It kind of came out of the CrossFit world as a hero workout. So Murph is a workout that's four-time. It's a one-mile run, and then you do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and then you run a mile. And normally this workout is done for time. And CrossFit gyms, and now it's kind of, it's went beyond like CrossFit gyms. It's with memorials. It's there, just yeah. people in, in fitness pay tribute to Michael Murphy, who was a Navy SEAL who died in action in, in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And it's, this was a workout that he did, um, and he did it with his gear on. And so you do this Murph workout, and then people that do, like, the written version of the workout, we call it the RX version in CrossFit, they do it with a 20-pound weight vest. Um So, you know, Alan and I did it this Memorial Day. We've done it many Memorial Days for years. You know, I do it once and I feel like I'm going to (laughs) die. But you came to Alan a couple months ago and said, hey, you know, the world record for the most Murphs done in 24 hours is 15. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It was done by a Belgian um, named Peter uh, Koopmans. He did uh, 15 rounds of it in 24 hours back in December. And Lee was like, I think I can beat that. And so you spoke to Alan and you started mm-hmm. uh, making a training plan. So, so what, what made you interested in the, in the Murph challenge and, and, and how did you begin to prepare for it?
2: Well, I have a lot of friends in the military, so to honor them was a big part. I wanted to challenge myself, and if I could do it in the process, I wanted to inspire others. Yeah. So after, uh, after talking with you guys, um set up a training plan of uh doing two a day well trinity you said why don't you go back and do two let's see how it goes so it went well so i was like well maybe i should just do that every day yep Mm -hmm. and so uh, that's what i did and um everything just felt smooth i was tired it was uh it was hard keeping doing doing the two murphs every day for those you know few weeks that Mm -hmm. i did them um that was the biggest thing but i was like uh you know you, you got to pay the rent and uh yeah. the the to go from good to great is not necessarily talent it's more of a
1: consistency mhm absolutely so, and yeah. i knew when we talked about it at first i was like you know i mean you you have the skill set and the talent to pull this off and 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 because of the the ultra endurance training that you've been doing i knew the runs were you know 32 miles mm-hmm. to do this you did it 16 times mm-hmm. um It was going to be 32 miles total. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew that was going to be okay Mm -hmm. because, you know, it was in chunks of a mile at a time and it was going to be fine. But, you know, the pull-up volume in that, when you look at that pull-up volume over 16 rounds, that's that's 1,600 pull-ups, you know, 3,200 push-ups, and 4,800 air squats. So what... What did you do uh, in addition to building the volume to be able to handle that? What did you do in addition to the two Murphs a day to really build that pull-up volume? And keep in mind, he did these strict. The majority of the reps in this, when he did this challenge were strict. They were not kipping yeah. or butterfly. Yeah. Um, so wh- how did you build that volume up so where you could handle that, that load? What
2: I did to prepare for uh, these longer runs was I tried to put in at least half of the mileage in a week. Uh, of the total mileage that I'll be running for that race, mm-hmm. and so you you know doing that, you go ahead and build your body up so it can handle that much volume, and the rest is just mental mm-hmm. and um so you just complete it twice, and um I knew that you know putting in two murphs a week fourteen or fourteen murphs a week that i I could have kept going N- giving me thirty hours of
1: right and, yeah. and and we knew in, in in strategizing this with Alan that. You know, the record was 15 and we wanted to get to 16. Right. We knew that in a 24-hour period, if we do a MRF every 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. that would equal 16. Mm -hmm. And that would break the record. Yeah. But I think in your training, what you discovered is instead of starting the workout every 90 minutes, to kind of treat it as like an AMRAP, where you just continually go into the next one, actually was better on your body Mm -hmm. than letting your body cool down, get tight. You just keep going. Right.
0: Yeah, I I, I did it. I did like how you took the breaks that you needed to take. Right. right. There was no like jumping in before your body was ready to do a set of pull-ups mm-hmm. or to do the air squats or do, to, do the push-ups or, or to go on the run. You're, you, I saw you prepare and be ready for the task at hand when you needed to do it. Um, a question that I wanted to ask you, too, is because I was there with you for the majority of the 24 hours. Um, and what we did was we opened up the gym for our entire membership to sign up for 90 minute slot to do the mm-hmm. workout with Lee because I wanted Lee to have people around him consistently and constantly. Yeah. And to, it worked because, out and
1: it worked out good for us because of you know we're under these social distancing guidelines now. So we have caps on our classes. Yeah.
0: So there were eight people in the gym you know, again, with that social distance practice um, doing the workout with Lee, which was i I felt like that just in in general the um, inspiration that you were giving to those people when they were doing the workout, I thought was something that brought our community really close together um, but i I wanted to know you know at Murph eight or nine or 10, I saw the shift in your eyes going from sort of like, you were there with us to then you were no longer with us. You were like in a different place. Do you remember that moment? Do you remember how like you just like shifted into this? Like, I don't know exactly. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because I You hear it from people that try to accomplish really extraordinary things, and they sort of
2: do a shift in their focus or a shift in their Like, what was that for you? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, um, because it started getting tough around eight or nine. I was like, gosh, I'm only halfway through, Mm -hmm. and I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. And so I just started telling myself to detach the mind. Mm -hmm. and just lost, you know, focus on everything going around me and just looked at the place on the wall and kind of blacked out a little bit. Yeah,
0: I saw that. And it was sort of interesting to see how that's when I knew you were going to accomplish it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, he's no longer allowing, like, the uncomfortable feeling to even enter into this equation
1: it you was know. it's interesting cuz i felt this once in my life and, mm. I, and i i don't you know i didn't do 16 rounds of murph but when we were down in orlando in january and we did the 48 mile dopey challenge and we got to the marathon on day 4 around mile 16 you get to this point to where you can it's kind of fight or flight mm-hmm. and you can either make a decision just to i'm done mhm or there's, you can kind of like turn that pain receptor off mm-hmm. and just keep going. Mm-hmm. And I remember Alan and I were side-by-side side on the marathon, <laughs> and I just kept saying, we're tough, we're tough, we're tough. And that's all I thought about for the last 10 miles mm-hmm. of that marathon. So I, I totally get. You know what I was saying? Well, I can't turn around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just have to keep running forward. That's all. That's all you get. There's eventually a finish line, so you just can't turn around.
1: <laughs> yes. So. For all the, the the fitness junkies out there, I've I've done a little bit of math here, so to kind of break this down a bit more scientifically. So when we all normally approach Murph, we approach it for time, right? We're doing a workout for time, but really how we approach this for you and how I think it was accomplishable, we approach the workout for distance, Mm -hmm. meaning how far could we get into the day Mm -hmm. and how far could we go into the multiple workouts. But so your fastest round was round one at 54 minutes. And when you did it in 54 minutes, I was like, oh, we're hot. I was like, we've come out (laughs) hot. But you immediately adjusted after that round. I think you were just feeling it Mm -hmm. and I think you felt really good about that round Mm -hmm. and then your slowest round of the 16 was round 12 it was an hour 47 minutes Um, and that's interesting that you say that that's around that same time that you said it started getting hard Mm -hmm. and did you find I mean obviously we know the runs were good did you find the pull-ups or it was the push-ups that became the wall in that that part
2: it was hard to start the pull-ups and it was hard to finish the push-ups
1: mm-hmm. mm.
2: because everything was just so tight in my back. Um, getting back on the ball really sucked Yeah, every time. But you started to warm up after 30 or 40, and then I was like, okay, well, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And then with the push-ups, you would knock out you know, 100, and I was like, gosh, I got another 100 to do. Yeah. And um, so that started to wear on me a little bit. Yeah. But I could keep up with knocking the push-ups out. As soon as I got on the ground, I could knock.
1: 20, 25 out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: every time. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. And then your final round, round Mm -hmm. 16, was one hour, 23 minutes. You could Mm -hmm. see the light then, and I think Mm -hmm. you pushed. You also had um, some Citadel grads with you Mm -hmm. throughout the night to run with you. We had basically as a pacer Mm -hmm. on the run, and they did every rep with you in the gym Mm -hmm. just to be beside you to keep you Yeah, you had some
2: badass friends. Those were some
1: good dudes. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Mm man. That was uh, Scott Holt and uh, Chris Provo. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I mean, they they were a key to it. And I think having the whole community around you was amazing. Absolutely. Um, So then I looked at your Strava of your run Mm -hmm. um, of the 32 miles. You ran for eight hours, 11 minutes Mm -hmm. total, which left about 14 hours for all the reps. And that was about a rep every 5.25 seconds. So obviously in the beginning when your rounds were 54 minutes, your reps were much quicker together. But, you know once you got into the later rounds where things have slowed down, we had built up so much time on the front end of the challenge mm-hmm. that you had time to rest. Mm-hmm. like you, you were doing pull-ups in sets of what threes, threes. Mm-hmm. I mean you do triple and you could rest mm-hmm. and then r- triple and rest and triple and rest. and and I think that was the key. you know I think their initial plan of like every 90 minutes, Would not have gone as well versus you just getting a giant chunk of this done early Mm -hmm. on in the night. You did the first 10 rounds in 12 hours. Mm -hmm. You know, so then, you know, and you finished the whole thing and you did 16 rounds in 22 hours and three minutes. That's incredible. Thank you. You, you, you you could have done another round. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have been at seventeen. Which I was is like, crazy.
0: "Oh, we're stopping." Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, "Why don't we just demolish he, this?" He's yeah. got he's got to leave something <laughs> for next year.
0: Um, I just loved how you like got on that last round. You're like, "Well, that's all, folks." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and <then>
1: you're like, <laughs> and I will say, you know, one thing we talked a lot about, and and I don't recommend, you know, no one can. Not everyone can do this kind of challenge. It takes a certain person. And yes, you have to have a physical fitness level that allows for it. You have to train for it. But also the biggest factor is the mindset. And I think those three things have to work in concert with each other for it t- t- to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one giant thing that we talked a lot about was nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you had ran the 100 miles and you want a nutrition plan for that. So basically we took that nutrition right. plan and applied it to this so what about that did you find sort of humps in the marathon or in, in your ultra run that were sort of the same as this and how did that nutrition help you through it
2: well there was a lot of highs and lows during that longer run um with the nutrition aspect though it all sat sat well in my stomach and i've um Read a lot lately that running 100 miles isn't necessarily a, it's, it's a mental game. It's not much of a physical game, but it's also a an eating game mm-hmm. because you have to keep mm-hmm. putting in calories or else your yeah. body's yeah. going to n- shut down. Right. Yeah. um And so since that stuff sat well in my stomach, I just knew that I had to keep, you know, taking in 100, 200 calories after every time, uh, keep drinking the electrolytes and that I would be fine. Um, and thank you for having those donuts and pizza there. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's what I learned about my long race too. It was just like if if I kept feeding myself, right. it was good. Well, but what most people don't realize, and we're gonna have um, Coach Ray on here, our, our running coach, uh, coming up soon. Um, you know, anybody that is has a relative level of fitness can right now today walk outside and run a marathon. Mm-hmm. It, it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go out and keep a 15 to 16-minute mile pace, which your average pace on this Murph mm-hmm. was, I think, fifteen eleven, mm-hmm. fifteen thirteen 15.13 a mile. Not a fast mile. Obviously, in, in the reality of how you did it, it was much quicker earlier and got slower later. Mm-hmm. But anyone can go outside today and, and do a marathon that has relative level of fitness at 15 or 16 minutes. So that, that part's doable. But it's so much about fueling and mindset of just keeping going so we have the physical ability to do it it's that you have to have the mental ability to keep going that's right so more more about you specifically how did you feel like that you you built that mindset of, of not stopping and not flighting
2: i had a lot of inspirational people um that i've met growing up and so they really fueled my fire and uh be honest it's been kind of nice because after this a lot of them have gotten back to me and said hey i'm really impressed with what you did and i was like man i looked up to you yeah so it's really cool that you're now saying that you're looking up to me that's awesome um so it's kind of cool how it's all come full circle and just keeping those people around and pushing each other going back and forth um the citadel really helped me with that mindset Mm -hmm. i didn't really know um you know have that mindset before I before I got out of that school, but I would see guys that had been in a lot worse circumstances that I have that have really done and accomplished some amazing things. Mm-hmm. So that just keep um, kept me driving forward. That that's that's incredible.
1: I, I get it. Yeah. I totally I totally get that. And mm-hmm. and and you know it it's. What I love about you and is that every time you walk in, Jimmy, you have a smile on your face. And, and I think, you know, you always see that the glass is half full. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that growth mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's Yeah, you're such
0: genuinely a, just a good person. Thank yeah. you. And that, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, you know, you have, you, you've you you got great parenting. Right. Your pa- family's great. You know, you, that, that was instilled yeah, in Celeste
0: you. Celeste is a badass. She took one of my Murphs. She did the Murph, one of the Murphs. That's his yeah, mom.
1: Lee's mom came in and did a round. And she thing. was yeah. so funny
0: because she had never done it before. And I, you know, gave her the proper scaling option. She's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I... And she got done sort of early. And I was like, hey, Celeste, like, let's do a few more rounds. Of, of, <laughs> and she was like okay, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. That's that was, amazing. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. So we ask everyone this on the show, and it's if they only knew. Uh, what do you wish people knew about you? Something that, that people may be unexpected to know about you.
2: Hmm. It's always the hard question. That is a tough question. Mm. I tend to put people on a pedestal a lot. Um, and I think that's a flaw of mine. Because we're just all average human beings at the end of the day. And um, people need to know that they can do anything they put their mind to. Now, different circumstances play out for different folks. But um, doing the best with what you have is not impossible. So Hmm. it's uh, and it's tough to have that mindset. And it's tough to find people to keep you going and to strengthen that mindset but surround yourself with good people and you can make it happen. It, uh, it takes a village.
1: Agreed. Completely agreed. Like our business wouldn't exist. Our marriage oh wouldn't gosh. exist without the people that are around us. I mm-hmm. completely understand yeah. that. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. Where can people find you? You're on Instagram. I am. You're not a big social media person. No, not too big. But you're on there. Uh, what's next? What's the next thing you want to do?
2: Well, um, so I talked to a fellow that also held a record for Murph, mm-hmm. John Sullivan. He did 13 in 24 hours. And he mentioned bringing together some of the charities and um, some of the volunteer communities around Charleston and doing like a workout and then going and building a house or cleaning up the side of the road or um I see a lot of trash in Charleston, so I've had the idea of wanting to get people together, go pick up trash and mm-hmm. do, do a workout or do a workout and go build with Habitat for Humanity. I like building with them a lot. Yeah. Um, so just bringing the community together. Um, I got some other physical stuff that I'm yep. kind of...
1: Well, let's do it. I mean, the, well, we're, we're fully on board. So yeah, let's pull absolutely. that together because definitely the community right now needs it mm-hmm. in a very big way. In a very yeah. big way. So yeah. let's make it happen. Lee, it's always a pleasure. Absolutely. I can't wait to see what you do next. Thanks, fellas. Yeah. We're always here for you. Thankfully, you're part of the community. Absolutely. We'll I'm make welcome. a plan. We'll get it done. Um, Alan, Mary Beth and Jen will be back next episode. That's right. Yeah. They're ready to roll. They are ready to roll. But hey, we'll be back in two weeks. I think we're going to have Coach Ray on here. So any of you out there that want to run a half marathon or a marathon, he's going to be here with or us. Or the Dopey Challenge. Or the Dopey mm-hmm. Challenge yeah. at Walt Disney World. Yeah. We can train you. Yeah, yeah. We can train you. We can get you there. <laughs> coach Ray is incredible. He is a lifelong running coach. And uh, I think hope offer a lot of good insight to people that uh, want to take on a challenge like a half or, or a full marathon or Absolutely. even a 5K. Yeah. Welcome, we knowledge. Pass. All right. Be safe out there. Take care of one another and uh, we'll see you here soon.
0: Bye, guys.